you want the visitors to your homepage to know about you, but also really they're not there to learn as much about you. What they're there to find out is if you can solve their problem. That's really all they want to know. Can you solve my problem? And if you can, then they're going to be your bestie. Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. your host, Rhonda. We are going to talk about your home page of your website today. I just finished up a series inside Clinical Business Academy, which for those of you that don't know, that is my group coaching program that's undergoing quite the little revamp at the moment, but we just finished up working inside Clinical Business Academy on home pages for wellness practitioners. So I thought I would give you a sneak peek into some of what we talked about in there. And I thought I would give you a free resource as well. So listen, before I get started, if you want to pause, go grab that resource, you can. Just go to rondanelson.com forward slash homepage checklist, homepage checklist. Download that resource and then you can listen if you want to, or you can go get it, print it and come back and then make some notes as we go. But that's what I wanna do is I wanna help you No, what are the top, the eight things that you absolutely must have on that homepage to make it really convert well? You want the visitors to your homepage to know about you, but also really they're not there to learn as much about you. What they're there to find out is if you can solve their problem. That's really all they want to know. Can you solve my problem? And if you can, then they're going to be your bestie. So these are the elements that will turn your website visitors into brand new patients. It'll really dramatically increase your conversion. So let's dive in. Here are the eight things that you need on your homepage. Number one, you got to have a very clear and intuitive navigation bar at the top that is not overwhelming. I see this mistake often on practitioners' websites because what they do is they want to put everything up there all the things that you do. I do spinal decompression. I do this. I do nutritional therapy. I have this kind of thing and that kind of thing and this kind of trick and that pony trick and this kind of machine and that kind of machine. No, no, no. The visitor to your website, it's got to be clear. If it feels overwhelming, they'll leave. Think about the last time you went to a website and you were looking for something, right? You're looking for something and the website is just not clear. You don't know you're lost. You're clicking. It's not telling you what you want. And then what do you do? you leave. And if your website is not clear or it's just too confusing, your visitors are going to leave. They're like, nah, I can't find what I'm looking for on the website. So forget it. I'm out. So here's what you want on your navigation bar. And the navigation bar are the words at the top. You know how it says about, etc. Like up there at the very top, this is what you want. First of all, have your icon or some way that'll anchor you to your homepage because we're talking about your homepage. So your navigation bar needs to have about And that needs to be an about page, one that says services. And your services, that navigation should list the things that pertain to the people that you want to attract, not to the whole world. You could offer all these other services, but if it's not a service that someone's going to search for, 
Like think about what are they sitting behind their computer searching for? They're probably not searching for some random device that you have in your office that works great and you use it all the time. But if they're not searching for it, don't put it on there because it doesn't matter. So you want about, then services. We want to make sure that there is one other button in here that's usually schedule. But if you have a blog, you could put blog. Or if you have like a resource page, you could put resource page. Or you could put like new patient if you wanted. But you want that button there. And then contact. That's it. That's all they need to know about. About, services, your one freebie button that you get. So it could be blog, it could be schedule, it could be new patient, whatever. And then contact. That's it. Sometimes some people want to put their phone number on the, in this section. And then you want to make sure that that's what we call a click to call phone number because most people are looking at websites on their phones. So if you want to make it really easy for them, you just put your phone number on there and then they can click it, call and get a hold of you. So that's number one. Make sure that you have a good, easy, very simple navigation bar. Number two, you need to have what I call your headline or otherwise known as your marketing statement. This is who, how, and the outcome or transformation that you're going to provide. Okay, who, how, and the transformation you're going to provide. This is what it sounds like. I help blank get blank result using blank method. So for instance, it might be something like I help women lose weight and tackle their menopausal symptoms with personalized dietary recommendations and self-care strategies. So that answers the question, who? So I help women. You could also say I help menopausal women lose weight and tackle unpleasant symptoms. Do you see I'm saying I help women and what am I helping them do? I'm helping them tackle their weight issues, tackle their menopausal symptoms. And then you want to say how you're doing that. What method are you using? You're using personalized dietary recommendations and self-care strategies. You could say using my three-step process for balancing your hormones. Whatever you want to put there, whatever your deal is, you put that there. That's called your headline or your marketing statement. This allows them right away, and it goes at the very top of your page. It's called above the fold. So when you land on a page, the part that you see first, that's above the fold. That's your prime real estate. It goes there. So you want that marketing or headline statement to be there so that instantly the person that visits your page, they know exactly whether you are their person. So for instance, if you have it about a menopausal woman or it's about mothers and children or Lyme or you're doing SIBO work, whatever your thing is, if you don't have that there and you just say, helping people heal naturally, really? Don't do that. What does that say? It says nothing. It tells me nothing. I know nothing. How are you doing that? You're going to make me roll around in the dirt? Are you going to like make me eat slugs? Are you going to make me jump up and down? Heal naturally. What does that mean? Am I supposed to like earth every day? What's, what does it mean? It doesn't tell me anything. That's why we want our who, how, and outcome statement. The marketing statement, the headline says, I help blank get blank using blank method. Really simple. You want to make sure that it's specific. So don't say, I help people restore their health using natural methods. 
Again, you didn't say anything. You are helping everyone, which means you're helping no one. You have to be clear about who you're talking to because that wouldn't make me stay. It's not going to speak to me. I'm over here feeling like I got headaches all the time. So you say, I help women resolve their menstrual headaches using high quality herbs and nutritional support or by supporting and optimizing their thyroid function. Whatever you're going to say, but it has to be specific. All right, that's number two. Number three, you need a lead magnet or some kind of a free resource. So now we'll go back to the menopausal woman, okay? So let's think about her. So she has hot flashes. You've already said you're going to help her lose weight and tackle her menopausal symptoms. All right, good. So now if your visitor is a menopausal woman, she's already got her ear up. She's like, oh, well, this is interesting. This practitioner might be able to help me. So now right underneath that headline, we want to offer something for free. We want to get her email because that's the crux of the deal. You want their email. So you're going to put on there some resource or free thing that you're going to give her that's going to be something she wants. It wouldn't be like, I'll help you, you know, balance your hormones naturally. That's not what she's looking for. But what a menopausal woman might be looking for is how to make her skin look better. Because we all know when we go into menopause, your collagen production decreases. And women, and I'm one of them, I hate it. Makes me crazy. So maybe it's like eight tips for maintaining healthy looking skin during menopause. Now, if I'm a menopausal woman and I come to your website and you've already told me that you're going to help me lose weight and tackle my menopausal symptoms, and you have a free resource that says eight ways to maintain healthy looking skin during menopause. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my problem too. Yes, they know me. They know me really good. So then you're just going to put that, you know, download this free resource, eight tips for maintaining healthy looking skin during menopause. And then you have a little button and it just says download now or grab your free resource or you've seen those before. That little button is called a call to action button. So you would have your headline, right? Your marketing statement, and then you have your resource and you give the little button. There you go. Easy. You could also put that in the next section on your website too. But as long as it's really close to the top of the page, you want it right up top. Number four, you want to add a section that identifies their struggles. It lets them know that you understand them and you get them. So you're going to want to do something, you know, write something like, do you just dread it when you have to go try on clothes? Because a menopausal woman who's gained weight, she's not happy because she's 10 pounds or 15 or 20 or 30, whatever. She's over her ideal weight. She's not happy. So when going to the, do you feel overwhelmed when you have, think about having to go shop for clothes? Are you wondering if you're ever going to be able to wear a sweater again because your hot flashes are miserable? You know, do you feel like you forget more than you remember? Are you wondering if your libido is ever going to come back? Are you worried that your face is just going to shrivel up into a big crinkly mess? Those are the things that menopausal women are bothered about. And the people that you serve, whatever your niche is, they're bothered too. They got their own set of things that they don't like. So you want to let them know that you get them, you understand them, you identify with their, I get it, I know, I get it. And then you say, hey, I got you, I got a plan. 
Number five, you need a section that talks about you. And I love it when these sections just have a really nice, friendly picture of you that's pretty close in, not one you stand in 20 yards back, but one that's pretty close up. And you just say, hi, I'm Rhonda. Hi, I'm Brenda. I'm Dr. So-and-so. I'm not a big fan of the doctor term, but I'm Rhonda. Hi, I'm Rhonda. And then you just write a little bit like, I, you know, I'm in menopause too, and I get it. My hot flashes were so bad, and I had no idea that they could be that bad. And I've managed to get through them, and I want to help you too, because I know how awful it is. So you just have a little short section right there. It doesn't have to be your whole about page, but at the end of that section, you put a link and it says read more. And when you click that link, that read more takes them to your about page. And that's where you tell your bigger story. So number five of our eight things on your homepage of your website is a little mini about you section. Okay. Hi, comma, I'm Rhonda. Okay. Number six, you want what I call direction boxes. Okay. Direction boxes. There are usually three of them. And by the time they've gone down your homepage, they know what you do, who you serve, the outcome you're going to provide. They've seen that you've offered a lead magnet. Hopefully that they've already downloaded your eight tips for a healthy menopausal skin. They now know that you get them because you've pointed out like, oh, wearing a sweater make you feel anxious because your hot flashes are so bad. You don't want to close, close shop. Okay. They understand you get them. Now you've said, Hey, I'm a human too. I get it. This is a little bit of my story and I'm here to help you. Now they're feeling like, Oh man, she gets me. I got to work with this person. Now all that's left is you just have to tell them what to do. Just tell them what to do. Box number one, these direction boxes, box number one might be download this free resource, the eight ways to keep your skin healthy looking. Number two, schedule an appointment with me. And then number three, get ready to get your life back. Could be that simple, but they don't know what to do. They need you to tell them what to do. The other thing you can do is you can have them schedule with you. And then maybe there's some other place on your website you want them to go, like a blog you want them to read or a resource you want them to download, like besides your free resource. I love using threes. You just have three boxes on your website and those three boxes, just tell them what's next. Like download the free resource, schedule an appointment and get ready to get your life back. Those are pretty standard and really pretty easy. Number seven on your website is testimonials. And this is a no brainer. But what I see a lot of times practitioners doing is they will put this huge, big, long testimonial that's like 150 words. And it's so tiny on your website. Nobody cares. They don't want to read it. They don't want somebody else's read somebody else's life story. What they want are the high points. Working with Dr. Rhonda changed my life. My hot flashes were 80% better within three weeks. And I now am feeling better than I was when I was having a period. I can't believe how great I feel. Now, maybe that testimonial, those words or some version of them were kind of written in the bigger testimonial, but you pull out the pieces to create an abridged version. Those are your powerful testimonials. Our attention span as humans is like a gnat. It's a nothing burger. People scan websites. They don't read them. So the less words you use, bullet points, space, 
the fewer words you use, the more likely they are to read what you put on the page. So add testimonials, four to six, somewhere in there. You can put them as so on a slider if you want. You know how there's one and it rolls to one side, it rolls and it rolls. You can do that if you want to. You can put them in boxes. That's your website designer. That's a design call. And then lastly, number eight is your footer. The footer on your homepage should be the same footer as on all of your pages on your website, but here's what your footer needs. So it's in your resource. If you haven't gotten it, go to rondanelson.com forward slash homepage checklist. But here's what you need on your footer. Number one, if you have a brick and mortar, you've got to have the Google map. It's really good for your SEO. So you need your Google map. You need your hours on there. Okay. Hours are important. You need all the navigation links from your top navigation menu. So if you have about, services, new patient, contact, you put that down at the bottom. If you happen to have a blog or something else that you would kind of have liked to add on that navigation menu, but it's not up there, this is a great spot to put it is down in your footer. So maybe you have, you know, a blog you put down there or resources, free resources or something like that. So your footer, there's that. You want to make sure you have an email where they can contact you. And then you want to make sure that you have what's called the NAP, name, address, and phone number. So business name, business address, business phone number, and make sure that phone number is click to call. So it shows up, you click it and it'll say, you know, on your phone, you click it and it says, do you want to call this number? And then you click the number again and then it'll dial. That's what you want. And then lastly, you want social media icons. I am not a fan of putting them up top. I think they belong in the footer. But here's the thing. Do not put social media icons if you're not active on them. If you are active on them, then put them because that also is good SEO for your website. But if you haven't posted on Instagram in four years, then don't put the little Instagram logo. Even if you have a page, don't do it. You only want the ones that you're active on. And if you're not active on social media, don't put the icons because it'll actually hurt your SEO more than it will help. So there you go, friends. Those are my eight items that I think every homepage for practitioners should include. So again, if you missed the resource, go grab it. It's rondanelson.com forward slash homepage checklist. I hope this helps you. And one last thing, revising your homepage can be overwhelming. I have done it multiple times. And it's hard. It's hard to write the copy. It's hard to think of how you want to say it. Our analytical brain starts to get involved and we're like, oh, well, I, that's not right. I should have said it a different way. I'm going to scratch that. And then the perfectionism comes in and we want it to be perfect. But listen, done is better than perfect, number one. Number two, work on it in sections. And lastly, save the navigation piece for the last. Because you don't want to be changing up your navigation piece because that can involve some other pages on the inside of your website. So start with something like testimonials. Go pick out your six best testimonials and then shorten them up, tighten them up, pretty them up. Your patient isn't going to care because you're keeping the essence of the testimonial. Even if you have to add a word or two or subtract a word or two because there's a typo or something like that, it's fine. The essence of the testimonial is still there. So start with that. Get that updated. Then maybe you go to your little, hi, I'm Rhonda section and you get your copy and add a picture there. Okay, I got those. Check, check. Then 
you maybe work on that free resource. You decide what kind of free resource you're going to work on. Get that done. Load it up onto the back end of your website if you have like a WordPress site. And then if you need help, you can always reach out to me and I'm happy to help. Or you can reach out to your web designer and they'll help you with that. And then you get that all set up so that people can download it. Do you see you just take it one piece at a time? Don't feel overwhelmed like you have to revise the entire homepage start to top to bottom. Probably start at the bottom and work your way backwards, really. Pick the easy stuff first and then get the win so that you go, I did it. Like, yes, it's better done than perfect because it's never going to be perfect. You're always going to think of a different way to say it and a different way and maybe a different picture or a different line. Listen, people are not as much looking at the aesthetics of your site as they are visiting your site to find out whether you can help them. They want to know. They're more interested in knowing whether you can solve their problem than they are about learning about what school you went to, how you graduated, where you went, what your certifications are. Newsflash, they don't care. They don't give a rat's rear end. All they care about is, can you help me? Are you the one that can help me? Who do I need to speak to that can answer my question? That's all they care about. So when you choose your testimonials, choose them through that lens. When you write your copy, write it through that lens. They're just looking for information about whether you can help them. So there you go. I hope this is super helpful for you. RhondaNelson.com forward slash home page checklist. So go download it. It's free. And then I will see you next week on the next episode of the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. Bye for now. Hey, hey, wait, wait, before you go, I have something super cool, new and exciting and super fun. And I want you to participate with me. Are you ready? So have you ever listened to the podcast or you've attended one of my seminars and you had like this burning question, like a burning question. And you thought, I wonder what Rhonda would do, or I wonder what Rhonda would think, or I wonder how Rhonda would handle that. I can tell you, I hear that all the time in my Facebook group, in my consulting that I do with practitioners, they always say, I was laying in bed thinking, what would Rhonda do? So here you go. We have created a special kind of a fun little game that we're going to play. I'd love to have you play. And we are going to do ask Rhonda any question you want. So you can ask me anything. We have a special place or a page that you can go to where you can submit a question. It doesn't matter if the question is clinical or business, either one, I don't care, ask away. I will be collecting all of your questions and I will answer them on an upcoming podcast. So the question asking period is open until December the 10th, 2023. So get busy, start asking. There's no limit. You can ask as many questions as you want. And I'll pick the greatest questions, the best questions, the one that I feel like I can provide the most value for, and I will answer them on a podcast. So it might be your fee structure. It might be hiring. It might be you're stuck on a clinical question, like what's the difference between this and this? Whatever it is, just ask away. Here's where you go. Go to rondanelson.com forward slash, are you ready? W-W-R-D. What would Rhonda do. So rondanelson.com forward slash W-W-R-D. Go there, fill out the form, ask your question. And if you have another question, 
fill out the form again, <laughs> ask the question. You can submit as many as you want. And I can't wait to hear your questions. And I can't wait to answer them on an upcoming podcast. So there you go. RhondaNelson.com forward slash WWRD. I can't wait to hear them. See you later.